Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. An insider's look at the National Football League. It's NFL Lunch. Presented by Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. With Vinny and Haney on 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan, NFL Lunch here on this Total Request Thursday. You want us to feed you some more football? We're doing it. You want to join the lunchtime party? Get in here at 410-583-1057. Ravens, nine and a half point favorites over the Houston Texans. No Marlon Humphrey at practice today, as Cordell confirmed. So that's a, I want to say it's an interesting turn of events. It's kind of become an expected scenario at this stage of the game. Really? He's probably missed more than he's played this year, hadn't he? I mean, it seems like it anyhow. Impact plays have been rather limited. I know that. Last couple years. Which is unfortunate for him. Just because, yeah, with his production, Bob is not meeting his salary. That's not good for a veteran player. No. And they're going to improvise and adapt without him, it seems. But they've been kind of doing that. Yeah, most I, of the year I, I anyway. got no problems with Darby. I just got a big issue with Rocky Sin. He scares the heck out of me just because he's he's a penalty waiting to happen, man. You nope. just throw it deep and he's gonna he's gonna interfere. Yeah, he's been kind of disappointing as a free agent acquisition. Got it's bounced around a little bit too, even he though he's was, young. Bob, he was bad at training camp. Remember? I mean, it was like he got one one because I remember saying on the air, one practice a day he gets beat deep. Now. We'll get to Ronald Darby and uh, Mike McDonald talking about him here in a second. But Mike McDonald was asked, and, and I guess Houston uses a lot of uh, interesting formations. Mm-hmm. And Mike McDonald, you ready for a chess match there? Uh, all those teams do a great job of manipulating their personnel. It's just like you don't know who's going to be in the um, traditional spots, so to speak. But, <clears throat> you know, it does test your rules a little bit in some of the coverages you want to play without getting kind of into the weeds about it. But, yeah, you're just, you just – you have to understand where they're lining up and what they do from those different spots. A lot of times it's really just to put the guy that they want to get the ball in a certain position, a certain matchup too. So it's more like a chess piece. The, the thing is, is Mike's had experience because they played uh, San Fran, played the Rams, they played Houston. And, and the reason I say that is because Bobby Sloak, the offensive coordinator for Houston, just came from San Fran who worked for Kyle Shanahan, and, and, you know, so he's been in that tree. They just played Miami, so they're used to all that, all that manipulating, you know, that the offense is going to do. So it's nothing that he hadn't seen or nothing that the players don't understand. And, and getting back to Marlon real quick, 10 games played, 26 tackles, 
one pick, no forced fumbles, the all-pro year. Seven. Four well, years ago. Right. He was definitely a guy that was forcing some turnovers. The speeds because of injuries is diminished. Yeah. I mean, he's still a younger guy. He's not ancient by any stretch of the imagination, but he was young coming into the league. He's up. He'll be 28 in July, so he's, you know, 27 years old. But maybe his best days are behind him here. I Five would, passes defense. Yeah, I would say best days are behind him. You know, I mean, he plays a physical brand of football, Bob, and, you know, that probably catches up to you um, more so than a guy that doesn't tackle or doesn't hit. So, I mean, Humphreys had a an outstanding career thus far, but he's just been hurt way too much lately. And go to the, the conversation we used to have about Jimmy Smith, for instance. Yeah, no doubt. Do you move him to safety? Which never became a reality. They don't need a safety. Yeah. You know, I mean. Plenty of those. Yeah, I don't. Uh, easier said than done. Let's let's just say that. And especially, Bob, for a guy that when he came in, struggled on the deep ball. You know, your, your free safety, that's what he, that's his main thing is, is to play the ball. And as you said earlier, the guy that's going to step up, hopefully, and handle his business appropriately is Ronald Darby. And here's Mike McDonald praising him. Wow. Uh, uh, consistent. I mean, he's um, always right. I mean, his, his, evol- his role has kind of evolved from week to week. So, you know, he started out this season. Play- I mean, he's just played great football for us. So that's probably the best compliment I can give you. But he's always ready to go, um, even if he's not in the starting lineup. So um, whatever his role is, I mean, he's, he's been right there, ready to rock. But we expect from everybody. Yeah. Biggest thing with him, Bob, he can run. You know, he's got speed. So, I mean, that's that's the biggest thing with him, that which you like. I I... I I don't have a problem. I, Bob, I mean, I, I wouldn't hesitate at all throw Darby in there. I, no problem whatsoever. It's video at Haney, 105.7 The Fan, NFL Lunch here on this Total Request. Thursday, Mike McDonald was asked about turnovers. He's got two teams that force them but don't really commit a lot. So what about the turnover chase here? Yeah, we're not relying on takeaways. We're, I mean, we're trying to create takeaways at all times, but that's that's how you attack the football and how you play through your rules. And then plays will be made that way. Um, but we're not we're not just chasing takeaways, you know, at the expense of you know giving up yards or points. And that's where you know, like their corners, Bob, you know, like Stingley and Nelson, they'll jump things. You know, like Peters was that Peters was chasing turnovers when he was a Raven because you could double move him. You know, I think that's what he's saying. I think they'll play more cautiously, you know, than that. Now we get to D'Amico Ryans, the head coach of the Houston Texans, who came here. His first game as an NFL head coach was in Baltimore back in mid-September. So uh, how have the Ravens changed? How are things changing for you here? For the Ravens, I feel like they've grown uh, throughout the season as an offense. I feel like they're much more efficient. Lamar is playing exceptional football, right? MVP caliber football. He's doing a really good job of you know, not only running the ball or creating off-schedule plays, but getting the ball to his playmakers. Uh, Zay Flowers truly pops off the tape with his explosiveness, his dynamic playmaking ability. Uh, he's uh, he's a problem in the open field with the ball in his hand. So we have to do a really good job of tackling in space. It's going to be huge in this game, right? Not just one guy being at the ball, but got to have multiple guys around him because he's such a dynamic player. Bob, how would it? it you know, what's kind of interesting is he could. His first and his last game of his rookie coaching career could have be in Baltimore and both be losses. 
or his second playoff win could be in Baltimore yeah. in his first AFC championship <laughs> game. But here's D'Amico Ryan's talking about trying. You can't stop him, but how do you slow down Lamar Jackson? Throw as many things at Lamar as you want to, but he finds a way to make plays. That's what makes him a special player. No matter what type of looks you he's gotten on tape, right? He's made a ton of teams play pay because of just his playmaking ability, right? He's seen a lot, made a lot of plays, so it's going to be a challenge no matter what we present or what we throw at him. The biggest thing is, is you know, like your rushers, you know, you got to be able to control the gaps. <clears throat> and you can't rush past him because if you rush past him, boom, he's 88 and out the gate. Um, so that's what's going to be interesting for them because they they haven't seen Lamar be that guy. Like, you know, in week one, he wasn't that guy. Now he's so much better, you know, as if you want to blitz, he can, he can read the blitz and he can do things, and he's so much more creative now and I think much more comfortable now so it's it's going to be tough for them and finally here's D'Amico Ryan's showing uh showing respect and giving praise to Kyle Hamilton yeah Kyle is it seems like he's always around the football right? he's always around the football always attacking the football rangy safety right? they put him down in the box a little bit more so I like the way they utilize you know Kyle and putting him in positions to be successful I think that's where uh, Mike has done a great job with all of his players. Like, he finds a way to put him in position to make plays, and Kyle is one great example of that, right? He's put him in position. He's attacking the football. He's doing a great job in coverage, great job of tackling in space, and uh, it's great to see his game evolve. Yeah, and, and you know what? I think Patrick Queen's another guy, same type thing, Bob. You know, so, yeah, I, I agree wholeheartedly with everything, everything – that uh, D'Amico has said there, you know, I I agree wholeheartedly. And and there's probably more players than that Matabike, you know, same time. You put them in positions to succeed. You put them in positions where, you know, they're gaining confidence. How confident do you think that uh, Kyle Hamilton is? Oh, off the charts. Sure. Matabike's confidence off the charts. Patrick Queen's confidence off the charts. And I think it's because you're putting them in positions have success and you know what they are it's video and Haney 1057 the fan when we come back we talked about Kyle Hamilton we talked about Tyler Linderbaum looking at a couple of guys who've been in a position to succeed last few weeks from the 2022 draft class how about you Isaiah likely we'll talk about likely and more when we come back you want to get in now's your chance the playoffs are two days in a row uh, two days away what's your buzz what's the vibe Dolan for the Ravens, nine and a half point favorites. Mike Harmon, he's all about positive vibe. He'll be joining us for Fox Sports Radio at 1.30. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers over Overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Until the Gold Club opens. Make it rain. Vinny and Haney. Better grab an umbrella. 1057 The Fan. First down and goal for Baltimore. Off the play action. Jackson wants the throw. Wide open. Coming across. Touchdown. Isaiah Likely walks into the end zone. Play action. Jackson. Steve Levy on the call. ESPN ABC. Lamar throwing a touchdown pass to Isaiah Likely, part of the draft class of 2022, who has really blossomed here since the Cincinnati game a couple of months ago, the game in which Mark Andrews got hurt. We talked about Kyle Hamilton, Tyler Linderbaum, two uh, pro bowlers from the class of 22. Now, Vinny, let's talk about a guy chosen a little bit later, one of those six fourth-round draft picks that the Ravens had, Isaiah Likely. Yeah, Isaiah Likely. He was 6'4 and a half, measured at the combine 245, ran 4'6'5". Now he had 32-inch arms, which is pretty good, 10-inch hands, so he's got big hands. 36-inch vertical, which is good, so he's got some hops. He was a senior, so he was, you know, he played his whole time there at Coastal Carolina. Three-year starter. How about he dropped one pass out of 79 targets in 2021? That doesn't shock me that he would do that. In 2021, he averaged 15.5 yards per catch. He had 59 catches for 9-12. Now, in summary, I said, this kid's raw as a route runner, but he has good balance, feet, good athlete. They have a very limited route tree. Bob, this was a guy that caught like 9 million screens is how they did him. Um uh, Keith Williams can make this kid a good route runner. They'll have good, good move. He'll they'll have a good move guy, not an online blocker. Does a good job blocking DBs. Has upper body strength. That's that's what I said about him. Biggest thing was online blocking, not good. Still not good. He blocks DBs good, which he does that because he's got a strong upper body. Um, he's become a much better route runner. He can run. He shows that. And um, did I say anything about? Oh. Um, he can catch the deep, strong hands, showed speed after the catch, gets ball north and south. Uh, he can line up, um, has some ability after the catch, good balance. I think that the biggest thing, Bob, what he showed is he's, he's much better after the catch than, than I had thought. And he's kind of taken it to another level this year. Well, at, at least from the beginning of the year till now, since Andrews got hurt, he stepped it up to another level. Yeah, before that Cincinnati game, Thursday night, Ravens won it. Andrews gets hurt, the hip drag, and Burrow got yep. you know, hurt his wrist. Yep. He was done for the year. Nine catches, no touchdowns. Yeah. Since that game, in which he had zero catches, by the way, two targets, 21 catches, five touchdowns. Big-time playmaking ability. Yeah. Scored a touchdown against the Steelers in the season finale. And, Bob, the yards after the catch. I mean, you know, he's he's just not catching the ball and standing in the end zone. No, he's he's getting the ball into the end zone. And getting back to what we talked about before we get to Daniel Fa- uh, Lele, Andrews is coming back 
is it a necessity to have him Saturday when you already have a guy playing lights out and you have your full complement of receivers yeah. ready to go too? To me, it's just a it's a luxury. It's like you have a you know whatever nice car and then you're getting some more things added to it, right? Now, also in that 2022 draft, as we said, six fourth-round draft picks. The first of the six fourth-round draft picks out of Minnesota. He's a big man. He's Daniel Fa'alele. What did you think of him? Yeah, Bob. I mean, this is a dude 6'8", 384, ran 5'6", 35 and an ace arms. That's what I always, every time I talk, I say, use those 35, you know, 36-inch, 11-inch hands. He's got huge mitts. And the the amazing thing is, for a guy that has that long of arms, he did 24 reps at two and a quarter. So that's a strong, strong man. Now, he's from Australia. He attended IMG. Uh, 2017, first season playing competitive football. Four-star recruit. Um, how about in 2018, he started eight games at right tackle. 2019, started 11 games at right tackle, missing two. 2020 did not play. That was the COVID stuff. And then in 2021, started 12 of 13 games, all Big Ten first team. In in summer, I said, this kid's from Australia, has played organized football since 2017. He's still raw and learning the game. He needs more nasty, relies on size and run and pass. I'd want coaches to work with him to see if he could do what they need. He'll struggle with outside speed and quicks. Now we're seeing him rotating in and out. Is the development as you expected? Are you expecting more? Is he going to be plug and play perhaps at right tackle next year, depending on Moses' status? Yeah, and I think the USC kid may be the starting right tackle possibly. Voorhees. um, Andrew Voorhees. But, Bob, I would say that he's – I, I don't think he's ever going to be a nasty guy. He's not going to be Tyler Lindebaum kind of guy. I just wish he would punch more and, you know, and be more patient. He, he hadn't improved on that because if he just sits back and is patient and makes those guys come to him and he's got 35 at an ace, if he just makes them go around him, they're going to have time. But he get when he gets over anxious and then he'll lean forward and bam, they're right by him. That's the only, Now, in the run blocking, Bob, he can put that 380 pounds on you and he can get movement. And he's a good athlete. He can. He's a knee bender. He can do those things. I just wish it, his past stuff is what's hurting him right now. And, you know, he's got to kick that right leg out a little bit more and he's got to extend those arms. It, you know, because that's where he can be a real good pass rusher. Because what he does is he collapses that corner. By not putting his arms out, Bob, the corners collapse. If he puts his arms out, they got to go that much wider to get to Lamar. Now let's look at some other players in that 22 class before we get to your phones. If you're on the phones, hang tight. Here at Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Uh, David Ajabo, second-round pick. Season cut short by a knee injury. So that's uh, two injury-marred years. The Ravens drafted him when he was hurt. Yeah. And uh, went down early and still waiting to see what uh, – it's untapped potential, but how long can you wait? Yeah, I mean, he needs to come out of the gate. He needs to have a great summer. That's what he needs to have, Bob. A great summer, a great training camp. You know, and he had a good training camp. And then once the game started, then it's like he starts thinking too much or whatever, and he start, gets a little more mechanical. 
Um, but he he needs yeah he needs production next year. Travis Jones out of UConn, he's flashed. Is he a guy that next year? Let's say he takes a Matabike like leap, but does he become more of an impact dude moving forward? Bob, that's another. I mean, that's six four three and a quarter. You know, probably on a good day, he's three and a quarter. You know, four nine two. The dude runs four nine two at three and a quarter. I mean, he can, and he's got thirty four and a quarter inch arms. So he's got those long arms. Now I said, this kid is a nose tackle with size and power. He's raw and inconsistent in his technique. He flashes some pass rush ability to win quickly, but not consistently. I saw him. I I. I saw his four nine two in his chase. This is a kid that's going to get better with coaching, going on some impressive flashes at UConn. Now he had to play all the time there, and they were losing pretty oh, much every yes, time he played. But he's got talent, Bob. He's got he can find a ball, he can punch, he can lock out, he can shed. You see that stuff. He can chase. You see that. You see some power on the bull rush and stuff. You see that. I don't know, like. If it's conditioning where he needs to get in phenomenal shape, where he can do it, he just needs to keep stacking good good reps. He's going to call in, and then Mike Harmon's going to be joining us, Fox Sports Radio, next segment. Go to Bel Air. It's Rob. Rob, thanks for holding what's happening. Rob. Hey, hey guys. How are you? What's good. up? Uh, real, real, real quick, uh, I, think, I think the big key in this game, in this uh game coming up is justice hill actually i'm looking i want i think justin hill could have a big big game in this like he did against miami in what respect running or catching i think both i and also kick return too uh kick it when they you know See, i think can... duvernay i think by wallace being hurt that's why it was so important for duvernay to be back to take that return role because i don't think I, i'm guessing they don't want to lose justice hill doing returns that would kill him in the run game. Uh, tr- true, true. Um, I, I think also. I, I think I do. I mean, you, you're gonna. I, I think you're gonna do keys to the game. Probably, I guess tomorrow. it will be tomorrow. But I think Gus Edwards has got to be a big part. And the f- the fumble in the last two games does have me a little concerned. But hopefully, he can get over that. And I just think getting the ball to uh, Zay Flowers in the open space should be pretty big. And and the last one. Adolfi's got to show up. He's just got to show up, guys. He's, you know, I mean, I know Clowney and everything, but they they need to get something from him, in in my opinion. I I just think he's been a big disappointment. Five sacks. I mean, that's great, but how, didn't we want double digit sacks from him this year? We yep. thought. What do you what was said it, before plus? the season? Eight that plus? we or I or Vinny, but. Ajabo and um, Owe, we're going to do what Van Noy and Clowney have done. Yeah. Which, obviously, Rob, as you know, they haven't. Haven't even sniffed it, as a matter of fact. Right. Is he, I mean, I keep looking at him. Does he just need to get in the weight room a little bit more? No, I mean, he's strong as, as, strong as hey, heck thanks, Rob. in the weight room. He just needs to get less mechanical, more. He needs, he needs to feel comfort, comfortable and confident with his moves. Like he, he, a lot of times he paints by the numbers and he can't bend the corner like the elite pass rushers. It's Vinny and Haney, 1057. The fan will come back. He's our elite guest. He's Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio. Preview the divisional round with him. Funhouse trip, Nolan McGraw. Inside access takes over it too. And we're going to be breaking out that featured artist Friday performer too. Don't miss that. 
taking sports to a whole new level. 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Total request Thursday. Last segment of the day. So get your final song request in. Blah's board tax line at 410 Nolan McGraw is waiting for you. Get your votes in for Featured Artist Friday. We'll bust that one out in about 10 minutes or so. Bob Haney, Vinny Serrato. NFL playoffs move on to the divisional round. And here to talk about that. Maybe try to win you some daily fantasy numbers. You know what I'm saying? Would you take C.J. Stroud, you know, against this Ravens defense, that sort of thing. Here to break that down and more for Fox Sports Radio, SwollenDome.com. I want your flex, WGK Law Guest Hotline. He's Mike Harmon. Mike, what's up? Gentlemen, what's going on here on a beautiful Thursday? Almost game day. How fast these weeks go at this point. Just sad. Yeah, all right. Before we get to that, take your victory lap. You know, Baba Bowie had the game winner with 20 seconds yeah, left last night. You know, a very competitive game. All honesty, I thought the Turtles were going to steal one, but you know, shows you the resilient nature of Chris Collins' team. I tell you what, they've uh, they've been impressive. You know, game in, game out. Uh, are they going to blow a lot of teams out? No, but they grind out victories. Kind of looking like. Uh, well, that football team oftentimes in its history. So uh, for Boo Booey, one of the great names in the game, but I think a guy that's starting to get a little bit of run as a player, right? It's not a novelty act. Northwestern's not a novelty act. Uh, and his follow-up effort thus far has been fantastic to what was a tremendous uh, 2022 campaign. So uh, we'll see if he can keep it going. Now, before we get to the divisional uh, round, let's look back at one game I want to talk about. Vinny, got you covered here in a second. Tampa and Philly, you talk about effort and follow this up. Ten and one, they lose six of seven. They're dismissed. The coach questioning his job status, even though he's sticking around. They're firing all of his assistants, it seems. But that happened to Philadelphia down the stretch, and everyone kept talking. Not everybody, but a lot of people, Mike, as you know. Well, they're you know they're kind of fraudulent. They're winning all these close games. They're not for real. And then they became you know this laughing stock kind of a ball club. So I know we can pound on Dallas, but what about Philly? What about rocking them up a little bit here? Yeah, I mean the margin of error when we watched them race out to ten and one. Uh, we didn't quite get as loud on the bullhorns as we did with the Eagles and the Dolphins, or I should say with the Cowboys and the Dolphins, uh, as we as maybe we should have. Um, but it was the new coordinators feel it out, win ugly early, and in theory it comes together late. Well, in fact, it, it got worse. And when you get no endorsement from Jalen Hurts on the way out, when he's asked point blank about the coach, I think that tells you all you need to know about your locker room at that point. A.J. Brown, whatever his injury status was, there was a lot of going back and forth over the last couple of weeks. His role, his involvement, um, connection between position coach, coordinator, etc. So uh, a lot of ills they have to fix there. So I, I don't think uh, Sirianni is necessarily out of the woods just yet, especially with all these coaches circling. Now, with the Cowboys, they're done. That's a them thing. They're keeping McCarthy, again, a them thing. But as you're a Packers, or excuse me, a a Bears fan who faces Green Bay twice a year, Jordan Love, his uh, evolution throughout the course of the year and then on the biggest stage, just dicing up that Dallas D on the road. Are you looking now at Green Bay as a team that no longer worrying about rebuilding and they're still going to be formidable? Maybe the team to beat over the next few years here because they have. I, I hate being right uh, sometimes. Right. And this is the time that I, I hate being right. 
because I have backed the selection of Jordan Love and what he could be since draft day when he arrived and everybody was crying about wide receivers and kissing Rogers' ass and everything else. Uh, I said, no, uh, the last time you did that, you had a really good roster. He got hurt, and then Brent Hudley had to come in, and he sucked. So they didn't want to go down that road again, and it gave them the opportunity to let him watch and learn through osmosis, through maybe a little bit of generosity from Rodgers. We'll never know for certain because he certainly didn't have that relationship with those wide receivers. Otherwise, his final year in Green Bay might have gone altogether differently, and maybe they would have you know, built that bridge and stayed together. Instead, I'm looking at it as an offense that's young and talented. Aaron Jones missed a, a chunk of the season. He also was ineffective for the first half of the season. Suddenly, he's running like a man possessed these last four games coming into this playoff tilt, and they've got a lot of young talent there. So, yeah, I, I had a bottle of champagne figuring, ah, as soon as they're officially done, I can crack that and say, see you in hell, Packers. Nope, <laughs> that's gone to the back of the freezer, never to be seen again. Hey, Mike, uh, you know, you see Belichick's going to Atlanta for a second interview. I'm guessing that's coronation-type thing to work things out. And then what? And with the Chargers, is Har- is it Harbaugh and then everybody else? That's it. Yeah, it's Harbaugh or bust uh, out here with with the um, excitement. For a while, it seemed like people were uh, trying to convince themselves that it would be okay. And this is them, not me, uh, if Belichick showed up. But it's really all been about Jim Harbaugh, you know, the rhetoric and, and everything around here. And obviously, up until the narrow loss, the pass interference that wasn't, and a defensive uh stand that uh, didn't come together it was more about the rams than anything else uh and the excitement of what that season had become uh puka nakua uh being the latest cult hero alongside cooper cup but uh now all tensions back on well what do you do to save the career uh of justin herbert moving forward and i got i got news for folks outside looking in um there's a lot of guys they have to make decisions on on this roster so while they have their quarterback locked up, that's all fine and good. The rest of the roster's kind of gotten old or never was. Hey, Mike, do you see any upsets in the uh, games that are coming up this weekend? Divisional round for this week. I- I'm going to take the Buccaneers on the road. Okay. I'm feeling that Todd Super Bowls, uh, after that great question he got there about the weather yeah, and all. That was great. Handled it like a champ. Uh, you know, enough side-eye, but – didn't say anything out of pocket. Um, I'm looking at that defense. Jared Goff was 0 for 5 and looked pretty miserable when they got pressure on him last week. Todd Bowles is going to have a lot of packages brought in mm-hmm. to make him grossly uncomfortable. Now, might they hit a couple of quick hitters that way? Sure. They're, they're built with speed uh, between St. Brown and, and Reynolds and some of these guys. But I think they can get golf to make a mistake or two, and that's going to open the door for them to steal this game. Baker Mayfield playing some really good football, and let's not forget, he's got two pretty damn good wide receivers of his own. All right, Mike, before we let you roll, give us a daily fantasy sleeper, win some cash here over the weekend. Oh, let's go. If we want to go sleeper mode, I mean, the aforementioned Baker Mayfield, if you go by consensus rankings, he's seventh this week. Um, if you feel desperation mode, I He'll be in desperation mode. CJ is at number eight. Uh, Running back position, let's dig a little deeper, find ourselves a a little bit of Elijah Mitchell 
yes, the backup to Christian McCaffrey, uh, that he'll see some meaningful time uh, and maybe a little bit of Latavius Murray for the Buffalo Bills. And let's go one more. Uh, Let's go to the wide receivers right quick. Find us a couple of winners. Uh, Trey Palmer, uh, who you saw had um, guys doing uh, Keystone Cops out there in the Philadelphia defensive backfield running into each other. Uh, How about him streaking down the sideline for a big play once again? It's hard to believe uh, we're already at the divisional round and that I'll be thinking about spring training baseball soon enough. Less than a month away. Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio, SwollenDome.com. Mike, we appreciate the time as always. Enjoy the divisional round. We'll talk next Thursday. Talk about those championship games. Thanks, Mike. Go get a victory, fellas. We'll see you on the other side. There he is, Mike Harmon, everybody. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. What Mike was referring to, if you missed it, reporter asked Todd Bowles how he's going to handle the cold weather in Detroit. And, you know, they play indoors. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Their experience in sports varies. Of course, uh, Vinny's got uh, experience in the NFL, and I sucked at uh, electric football. Vinny and Haney, 1057 Fan. Ah, little Van Halen. What's happening, everybody? Somebody get me a doctor. Ravens, Cordell Woodland tweeting this out. John Harbaugh meeting with the media today. Dalvin Cook will play. Oh, yeah. There's no drama there. John also said Devin DuVernay is going to play. Mark Andrews up in the air. And that it's not looking good for Marlon Humphrey yeah. for Saturday. Kind of what we figured. I, I think DuVernay is going to return kicks, Bob. The only thing that makes me a little nervous about that, when's the last time he's played a game? You know, when's the last time he's been hit? I'd hate to have him return a kick and all of a sudden, oh, you know, and the ball comes popping and out. And I'm just speaking for Bob Haney. He's kind of been like a forgotten guy. Yeah. I mean, they've handled their business there appropriately enough. Speaking of returners, real quick, Jacoby Jones will be the Ravens' legend of the game okay. Saturday. Jacoby, by the way, when the Ravens played the Texans in the Super Bowl, or the year before, 11, Jacoby fumbled twice for Houston. Got his house egged. Which he told me. Came home, he said his house was shining. He didn't know what it was. It was like when well, they pelted his house with eggs. You know how rational sports fans are. Yeah. Kyle Ripken Jr. going to be the honorary captain. Ravens are going to announce the defense first. Peter Bulware, Jamal Lewis, Mike McCrary, and the great Lenny Moore will all be recognized. And Nolan, I know this is going to excite you. Jimmy Eat World will be performing at halftime. Speaking of bands, who are we jamming out tomorrow? Featured Arts Friday. Uh, not Jimmy Eat World. Oh, come on. Unless man. you want to make an executive decision. I, I don't know. I know like, they have one song that is recognizable, which right now I don't know what it is. I couldn't name one for a million dollars. Okay. But uh, tomorrow mm. featured artist is uh, a little bit older. The Birds. With a Y. Okay. Sounds delicious. Awesome. The Birds. Now, obviously, before my time, but... As an outside observer here, sort of like uh, Discount Beatles, is that a fair? Yeah, more or less. I think Steven Stills was in that band, if I'm not mistaken, or David Crosby. One of them, really, for a little uh, California folky sort of harmony rock there. Hmm. Turn, 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 I think is their big hit. And again, I don't know. We'll find out tomorrow together at 10.15. Inside Access awaits. Let's go to that fun house. 
Quick Draws Funhouse. Killer movie. Remember when that came yeah. out? The Rudeness, Tuneness Text Reader. Who's the man who's got alive? This side of the Chesapeake. I like that Quick Draw. 105.7 The Fan. Start with this one. Texter says, I'm hoping for a dominant blowout Ravens win, but a little interested to see what happens if the Texans strike first. Maybe the Ravens start on defense, allow a touchdown like they did against Miami. Can they easily flip that momentum back in their favor? I think uh, absolutely they can. When you got a guy like Lamar Jackson and all the weapons they've got, yeah, I think, you know, they can't panic. Can't panic. First quarter, first drive. Uh, This one here, Texter says, after seeing Darby step up for Humphrey this year and more importantly stay healthy, is he a candidate to return on another short-term deal next year? Can never have enough cornerback depth. I agree with that. I would definitely agree with that. You know, because he was coming off injury, and I was probably getting stronger and stronger, but he can run. That's the thing I like about him. He can run and he can play the ball. And with Pepe and Armour Davis, questionable. Yeah, and Rocky Sin going to be adios. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can't speak for him, but I'd imagine he enjoys it here. Being on contender, incentive enough to stay. Darby, you yeah, talking? Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, and especially if, you know, who knows what's going to happen with him. He's getting a lot of playing time. Uh, speaking of the weather, uh, don't know how it'll be in Detroit. Don't really care. But uh, <laughs> as far as here in Baltimore. 72. Yeah. Uh, we got G-Man here in Baltimore County. Once again, talking about the weather. Houston, obviously, much more used to warm or weather playing indoors. Temps in the 20s here, wind chills in the teens, maybe even pushing in the single digits here in Baltimore. How much of a real advantage is that, or we just kind of uh, prop that up on paper? Well, the thing about it, it's been in the 20s this week in Houston, so they're getting a taste of it right now. But it's still not something that they're used to. So when they walk off that plane, it's going to be cold. And when they see all that snow, it's going to be cold. So it'll be it'll be somewhat you know, somewhat of a factor, but not much. Maybe though, if with if there's twenty some mile an hour winds, and then that, yeah, then that that is a different cold. Well, that's going to factor into decisions there. Well, that'll be that'll yeah. factor into kicking, throwing, mm-hmm. you know, all, all kinds of stuff. And uh, how about one last one here from Chris? Says I think it might be just bad memories from 2019, <laughs> but something is making me worry about this game. I guess it's a feeling the Ravens will play tight, and the Texans more loose with nothing to lose. See, I don't think they'll play. I don't think they're going to play tight. I think Lamar's going to turn it loose, and I wouldn't be shocked in the first three or four plays. Bob, he takes off and runs. Um, I, I'll, I'll be disappointed if they if they're really tight. If they play tight for a whole game, you know, maybe a series or two, maybe because which game was it, Bob, where <coughs> Lamar was. Like overthrowing guys in San Francisco. Yeah, San Fran. And then the Ravens got the pick, and the Ravens took control of the game from there. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7. The fan, we're back tomorrow. More breakdown of the uh, NFL playoffs. Ravens, nine-and-a-half point favorites over Houston. Divisional round, Ravens a win away from getting to the AFC Championship game for the first time in 11 years. If you're worried about it, if you're confident, all of that coming your way. We're going to have picks, we're going to have stats, and everything that goes along with it. For Nolan McGraw, Vinny Serrato, I'm Bob Haney. Inside Access coming up next. Stay safe, stay healthy. Talk to you in the morning. For now, class dismissed. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 